guys, you're listening to the She Lives Vintage Podcast Show, where empowering women is always in style. My name is Jillian. Thank you so much for taking time to hang out with me. If this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, just know that I take them pretty easy, squeezy, lemon, peasy, whatever that little quote is. I like to just see... Um, my podcast is if we were sitting over coffee. I know that's such a typical thing to say these days, uh, but it's true. I wish we were just sitting together, drinking some lattes or some cappuccinos and just talking. Um, today we're going to talk about risk taking, which is something that I am currently experiencing in my life. This desire to take risks in my brand, in my business, in my faith, even kind of weirdly in my marriage. Um, I don't really have words to put to that thought, but I have just ideas. Like I have the feeling like I want to go all in. Like my husband and I have gone through so much and we're very in love, but we had a really rough uh, year. We were separated for eight months a while back and I still feel a little guarded, not from him, um, but kind of like guarded within love itself. Like like this is safety to me, you know, these, let's say like this, this wall that I built up is safe and I feel safe here and loved and cherished here. But there's a part of me that wants to be like, okay, let's even try to dive deeper into what marriage can be and what God really can do with a restored marriage. That is a podcast for another day. I don't even know if that made sense, but it's a feeling. It's something that I'm kind of dabbling into. Um, but risk taking, yes. So for my brand, for my business, uh, for me just as a woman, I am feeling just this like urgency to be bolder, uh, be more bold, <laughs> not be a bolder, <coughs> but be more bold and be more courageous and not live my life in fear or um, this like constant, like, oh my gosh, what if they hate me or they reject me or they think I'm stupid, whoever they are. I don't want to be like that anymore. I'm 32 years old. I feel like I lived my twenties that way and I just don't want to do it anymore. I want to be so free and so lively, I guess, in my choices that, you know, if I fail, I fail. If it all comes crumbling down, okay. I just want to trust God so much. I have this whole idea that I'm just like free falling into his arms, into his purpose, into his calling. So there's a part of me that just in 2018, I've kind of gotten a little wild in my spirit and not wild in a bad way, but just like in a, in a very good way. Um, I just like him telling Jesus, okay, like I feel you calling out to me. And I feel you like, you know, you're calling my name. Like I wrote a blog post about this the other day and I talked about the song in Moana where she's, she's like, you know, the sea keeps calling her and she just has to keep going back to the sea. And finally, as she's an adult, she finds out her purpose. That's kind of how I feel with God, that he is calling my name to something bigger. And I don't know what that bigger is. It's kind of scary. Um, but it's just like, I have this desire to just free fall and say, okay, I'm just jumping, you know, where are you taking us? So I wanted to do this podcast today on taking risks. And I have five things that I think we should start taking risks on. But first I want to share with you a couple awesome, awesome quotes about risk taking. This first one comes from Helen Keller and it says, security is mostly a superstition. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. 
And oh my gosh, I read that quote. And then when I saw it came from Helen Keller, man, it humbled me. Helen Keller, who could not see, she could not hear. I cannot even imagine living in that kind of physical darkness and silence. And yet she lived such a daring, adventurous life. And I mean, it really does put me to shame. Like I get a headache and I'm like, oh, I'm being taken out. Or, you know, like life gets a little stressful and I and I feel like it's too much and I just want to throw in the towel. But man, if Helen Keller can, can say that, you know, security is mostly a superstition. You're either living adventurously or you're just living like nothing. Man, <laughs> does that put you to shame? Because it does me. Another great one is by Mark Twain. And he says, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones that you did. So explore, dream, discover. I love that. And I find that so true. I know that one of my biggest fears has been like, if I get to the end of my life, or let's say, knock on wood, (laughs) God willing, this never happens, but that I get terminally sick, that I would get to the end of my life and look back and be like, I lived my life so cautiously and I cared so much about what everybody else thought about me and my actions that I didn't do what I wanted to do. And now it's over. You know, at least this life is over. That has been a fear of mine because I have lived um, letting insecurity and doubt and uh, the fear of judgment really control a lot of my decisions. I talked about that, I think, in the first podcast that I did. And another one that is my favorite, one of my favorite quotes, it says, And the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. I'm not really sure how to pronounce the name of the person who said that, Aeneas Nin, but I love that. I, uh, flowers to me are is kind of like my icon for this year, wildflowers, and I just love that whole imagery. Like it's more of a risk to stay tightly bound, but but blossom. Wait and see what happens when you can just come out of your shell and really bloom and show your beauty. So jumping into uh, my points for you today, I want to give you guys five things that I think we should start risk taking in. Um, I'm not sure that that sentence just made sense, <laughs> but I know you're following along. Okay, so the first thing I think we should take ri- a risk in is to be unpopular. Now, the road less traveled, we've all heard that poem. And if you're a Christian, you've heard that we walk on the narrow road. But when I hear, when I think and, and hear, you know, take a risk in being unpopular. What that really resonates with me as someone who is a blogger and a writer and doing social media, um, I can only really give examples for myself, but I started Sheila's Vintage and I kept it really safe. I didn't talk too much about God, but I put just enough in there that you knew I was probably a Christian, but it didn't really look like it was a Christian um, brand. And just over the last months as I've grown, I almost can't help myself from just talking about Jesus. And I think that's just because my own faith is maturing so much. But it's like I am saying, okay, I it, it, with my audience or people that maybe follow me right now, it may be unpopular for me to start putting a lot of Christian-y stuff in my brand. But that's a risk that I'm willing to take. Uh, to be unpopular, to get unfollows. I mean, I hope I don't. (laughs) You don't have to be a Christian to follow me. I I love everybody and I love connecting with all sorts of people from all different walks of life and belief systems or what have you. But 
The thing is, I'm willing to say, okay, I'm going to talk about Jesus and I'm okay if I lose all my followers. I'm going to talk about Jesus and I'm okay if it makes me unpopular. I'm going to talk about Jesus and it's okay if someone makes fun of me. Because for me, the real person that we're living for and striving to please is God, like an audience of one, the one, the creator, you know, the Alpha and the Omega, our Lord and Savior. So why should I be, you know, striving to please man when we should be pleasing God? And I just actually read a huge, I mean, it was like over and over, I think in Jeremiah, that it just kept bringing up this point about you know, not trusting man and and putting your faith and trust in God and and what that looks like. And to me, that's, that's being unpopular. That's choosing in the world we live in, in the society that is pushed upon us. It is unpopular to talk about Jesus. And it doesn't have to be a Christian thing. Whatever you're doing, it may be something that's different. It may be something that's weird. And it may be something that you're really like, oh, I don't know if people are going to like this. It may be unpopular. Take that risk. Because you know what? So many ideas that have been put out there and people are like, what is that? That's the weirdest thing ever. Like my go-to example is always Star Wars. George Lucas was told over and over again that Star Wars was so stupid and it was never going to go anywhere, but he didn't give up. He kept pursuing that dream of his and that passion, that weird alien movie. (laughs) And look what it is now because he didn't give up on it. He chose to take a risk to be unpopular. And so I think we should all take those risks. So that's my number one is take a risk to be unpopular. My second is that we should be taking risks to be imperfect. And my own example about that is thinking and talking about body image. I hear so many times that I've told myself and my husband and my friends this over and over again, when I get thin, I'll do blah, 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 blah. When I get skinny, I'll wear this and this type of outfit or whatever. And it's like, no, (laughs) we shouldn't wait. We have today. This is the body that you have now. You know, live in it. Embrace it. You know, show it off. It doesn't have to be this thing like I am fat and Shrek and disgusting and everyone's going to think I'm gross. Like, who cares what people think? Show your imperfections because that is where so much connection happens with people is when you can say, you know, I'm not perfect. I struggle with my weight. I mean, like that is something I've struggled with for the last decade. I mean, I've had kids here and there, sure, but I love McDonald's and I'm a really curvy woman as it is. So I gain weight so easily and it's just something I've I've tried to to overcome so many times in this last fall, I really, really got a good, you know, grip when I did my whole behind the selfie series on what's important and what beauty means and who defines my beauty. And so this is just my own example and and encouragement to you is show your imperfections. Take that risk to put yourself out there and say, I'm not a cookie cutter beautiful. You know, maybe you have tons of freckles and you think that they're gross, but they're not. They're they're what makes you you. They're beautiful. Or maybe you think you have a big nose or maybe you have scars on your body from from something that happened to you. Show it. I mean, take that risk to be bold and say this is who I am right now today. Maybe I'm working to being something a little bit healthier or better in certain ways in the future, but today this is who I am and this is okay and this is beautiful. So take those risks of showing your imperfections. It's raw, it's real, it's honest, it's transparent, and it's what people really, really are hungry for. No pun intended on the hungry, even though I am hungry right now. (laughs) 
My third one for you is take a risk in being judged and talked about. Now, this one is really hard. <laughs> um, it depends. I mean, like nothing that you do, I think, is is worthy of being gossiped about because, you know, God says in Scripture that, you know, you know, gossip is not something that you should be doing. He does not like that. It's something he hates. And for some reason, a lot of Christians justify gossiping about people. If like the person that they're talking about is doing something really worldly, that's super silly. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking uh, negatively about people at all. But regardless, I'm not talking about doing something that is uh, questionable in the sense of morality. But take a risk in being talked about. You know, I have this friend and she has an Instagram and she does all these really amazing uh, yoga poses and stuff. And she's a Christian and she wears a leotard. And I have been asked a couple times just by my own friends, like, what do I think about so-and-so putting that stuff up on social media? And it's because it's different and because it is a little questionable and it is kind of iffy. But I think it's awesome because she's putting herself out there. She's giving glory to God, which I think is great. And to me, what she's doing isn't anything that I can take from Scripture and say, well, God says, you know, that this that this isn't okay. So... There are those things, I don't necessarily believe in gray areas, but there are those things that some people are going to have, someone's always going to have a problem with what you're doing. Someone's probably having a problem with me having a podcast, who knows. But if you're not doing something that is a conviction and that scripture like blatantly comes out and says like this is sin or this is wrong, you know, take those risks, you know, do some yoga poses. I think it's awesome. I think that there is so much beauty in showing what the body, the human body that God created can do. So don't be afraid of being talked about. Don't be afraid of putting your gift and your passions out there, things that you pursue that's going to make other people talk. Now, again, there is never, it is never okay to gossip, okay? And there is a fine line between what is just talking about a subject and gossiping. But if you are talking about someone negatively and talking about information that you don't know, it's all hearsay, and you're making speculations, uh, you know what gossip is. Come on. It's just not okay. So just don't do it. But in the idea of taking risks, take those risks that are going to make people talk. Like, for example, I put on a pink wig the other day because I was just feeling in my spirit so free. And I, I not... I probably am the kind of person who would dye my hair pink in real life, <laughs> but I'm 32, I'm a mother, and now I'm a minister's wife, and I think there is something to say about making sure that you can still look pretty kind of conservative and not look too um, pink. <laughs> so I was like, and I love wigs. I as soon as the, the first time I ever heard the Jackie Onassis rocked a wig, I was all over it. Um, I love hair extensions and stuff like that. So um, I got a pink wig and I put it on and I and I'm so into the flowery thing right now and flowers and and wild flowers and so I put flowers in my hair and I did my makeup and I took these pictures and I knew that posting it was a risk. I even talked to my husband. I talked to one of my best friends. I said, is, "What do you think about this? Because it's kind of like a rebranding of She Lives Vintage, but I love this. It says so much about who I am and and the journey that I'm on and 
I just want to embrace it. So it's like, but I still was looking for that validation to say it was okay because I was still scared of people, of the people who are going to say she's so stupid or she's so weird or whatever she, whatever they're going to say. Um, but the people who love me and know my heart, they were like, go for it. I think it's awesome because they also know how theatrical I am. <laughs> I can't just go through a journey with Jesus where he's, you know, calling me to be a risk taker and be bold to my faith and just be like, okay, I have to put on a pink wig and, and flowers in my hair <laughs> and like, you know, document the journey. But that's just who I am. But that's a risk I took. And you know what? I'm really glad I did it because I got so many messages from so many women saying that I looked like a fairy, like a beautiful fairy, which I just loved. But women saying like, I love that you did that. That was such a bold choice and and asking me about it. And of course, I'm like, oh, it's a wig, but it's something that I'm going to rock for Sheila's Vintage because I love it. It makes me feel beautiful. And it really is a representation of this adventure that I'm on with Jesus about being bold and courageous in my faith and as a woman. So don't be afraid to be talked about. And I'm sorry to harp on this, but just in case, if you ever find out that you have been gossiped about, I've been there and it hurts. So don't just try to, you know, shake it off your shoulder like, oh, who cares? Haters are going to hate. No, it does hurt. Sticks and stones do, you know, break bones and words really do hurt. Uh, That little poem is not correct. (laughs) Words sting and they can be carried with you for a long time, hurtful words. So if you ever are gossiped about, please turn to truth and please turn to the people who love you because if if those people loved you, they wouldn't gossip about you. If they thought something was really wrong, they would come to you. They would pray for you. They would ask you what's going on. They would seek your thoughts on the subject before they went and talked about it with other people. So just remember where your truth lies. Remember who defines you. That's really important. But hopefully it's all good talk. We hope no one's gossiping. So moving on. Number four, don't be afraid of failing. Let's take the risk to fail. So what? You try something that you're like, I think this might be great, but I don't know, but I'm going to do it. And boom, it's a total like blitzkrieg. It's terrible. It blows up in your face. Okay. You can learn from that. Now you know what to do. I know for me personally, even with blogging and writing, I've had to rebrand and refocus things so many times because, you know, as you get going and you've been doing it for a while, you see what works and what doesn't. Failing doesn't need to be this thing where it's like you're a loser and you're an idiot and see, no one cares about you. No, it's just saying, okay, this direction isn't where I'm supposed to go. I need to Uh, tweak it or change it or maybe do a whole 360 and do something completely different but it's it's a learning thing so don't be afraid to fail take those risks go for it I think about Shark Tank all those people who have these great ideas and they go on Shark Tank and some people hear that's awesome and they you know they get someone to uh, work with right away or some people's like oh that's a flop and then some of those flops those people like go and tweak things and they listen to people who are wise and then they blow up as in a huge success so you just don't know where that failure is gonna take you so see failure more as a as a teacher, as a mentor, as someone who's helping you learn on what to do next. Because honestly, we cannot go through life without failing. It's just a part of life. And when it comes to more of failing as in uh, sin and making you know poor choices, I just want to throw this verse at you. 
uh, really fast uh, that I read tonight and got really teary reading it. It's from Psalm 103, and it says, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. And then and then moving on, it says, So great is his love. God knows that part of being human is failing. And even God, who has all reason to accuse and to give us punishment, the Bible is saying over and over again how slow to anger he is, how compassionate he is, how gracious he is and forgiving. So even when you fail and you mess up, you know, hand those failures over to God, receive his grace and walk forward in freedom, okay? And remember, failure is learning. Learn from those mistakes. Don't make the same mistake. Move on from it. Learn from it. Grow from it. That's what failure is supposed to do for you. And the last one, number five, is take a risk in being told no and and get and receiving that rejection, that rejection that we are so afraid of. Sometimes rejection paralyzes us where we can't even move. We can't even, even think or act because we're so terrified of someone saying, that's stupid or no. The answer is no. How many times are you going to put your book proposals out there and hear no before you give up? Don't give up. Hear those no's. My friend Jameson was telling me the other day about someone who um, was, oh, maybe this is the wrong example, <laughs> uh, but he took a risk. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking that he was told no, but he wasn't. Uh, but no, he was a teacher for a while and then he pursued writing and then now he has all these movie deals. That's kind of what I was thinking, but he did take a risk. It does work. Let's, let's, <laughs> I failed. <laughs> I failed in giving that example, but we're going to move on and learn from it. Uh, Like maybe I should write my examples down for the next podcast. But no, my friend Jameson was telling me about this guy who was a teacher. And then he told his wife, like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. So then he took a risk and he wrote this book. And there's something about 10 years in there, I think. (laughs) And now that book is famous and there's movies about it. So anyways, going back to the point... Don't be afraid of being told no. Those no's can lead you to where you're supposed to be. Just like the George Lucas example, so many different film places turned him down and said no, no, no until the right one said yes. And then it launched Star Wars and it launched his career and his empire. So don't be afraid of the no's. Let's learn from the no's. Uh, No doesn't have to be a bad word. Sometimes God is saving us from something that he didn't want for us or would have been bad for us. So see no's as as like a lifeline, like as your lifesaver. Okay, so that was a no, so God must be protecting me from something. Okay, we move on. Don't be afraid of that rejection. You may be like pouring yourself into your blog, into your writing, into your podcast, into your business, into all these things that, you know, we really want to do and we have such a fire for and like a passion inside to do. And maybe it's going so slow and maybe you are just being told no, 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 no. You know what? If you know that this is what you're supposed to do, keep on that road. Do not give up. You have no idea where it could take you. And next time I'll have an even better example (laughs) of someone who was told no other than George Lucas 
and they persevered and went on to do amazing things. There, I know there are so many stories like that, and that could be your story. I mean, I hope you get yes right away, and that it's exactly what God wanted for you. And and my sister, it was a great, you know, a great example of that. She went to her first writers conference, won writer of the year, got a book deal, and got her book published. Just it was yes, 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 yes. So sometimes it does work out that way. But don't be afraid of the no's. Go to those conferences. Put your book proposals out there. Launch that blog. Launch Launch that podcast, do those YouTube videos, and don't focus on the people who are saying no, the people who might give you a dislike, or the people who may not follow you, or who unfollow you. You know what? Those aren't your people. You keep doing what you know and that what you love to do. Focus on the content, learn from your mistakes, keep working that business, keep learning yourself, and grow. And, and I promise, you know what? If this is what God wants you to do, I don't know why we doubt so much. He's going to help us. He's going to like push us forward. And that's the risk. And that's the safety net when you like free fall off the mountain, I feel, and you're like free falling into his purpose. God is always going to catch you. There's not this like... The risk is not in, he's not going to have my my back. He's not going to save me. Oh, yes, he will. But the question really is, what is the purpose? What what are you going to do with my life? (laughs) That's the question. It's the falling. It's the free falling. That's scary. But I know that at the end, at the bottom, God's always got me. And so we have so much confidence in that. So why are we so afraid to take risks? I don't want to be afraid to take risks anymore. I'm going to be that pink haired with flowers in my hair, (laughs) wearing dresses and heels. I'm going to be that woman who has a verse in my heart and Jesus on my mind. And I'm going to go forward and it's okay if I'm unpopular and it's okay if I'm imperfect and it's okay if I'm being talked about and it's okay if I fail and it's okay if someone tells me no because God already told me yes. He already said you are of value. You mean the world to me. He died for me. He died for you. He's already validated us. So let's just Let's just fall, free fall, free fall off that cliff into his arms and his will and his purpose. Put those flowers in your hair, ladies and guys. If you got a beard, you can put those flowers in your beard. Let's take risks. What are we waiting for? Like someone to tell us it's okay? Let's just stop. Let's just stop asking for validation and just go for it and cover these dreams and cover these choices in prayer. I am getting really, really excited right now. (laughs) I hope that every single one of you who has listened to this podcast and made it through this whole time, this 25 minutes, that you're getting excited. If you needed someone to tell you, take that risk. Here I am. I'm that answer to the prayer or to your thoughts or to your question. Take the risk. Go start that ministry. Go out there and put your work and your art out there. It's okay. You've got this, and more importantly, God's got you. I love you guys so much. I am so, so thankful for your support, and I will see you guys next week for a new episode of She Lives Vintage. Take care.